0: Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Assistant to the Assistant Coaches podcast. We are a new podcast here to share our thoughts about sports with you. Before we get too caught up in what's happening in the sports world, we'll start off by introducing ourselves and talk about how we got into sports and our favorite teams. My name is Rahil, and I'm one of your three hosts. With me, I have my two other co-hosts, Hassan.
1: Hey, what's up? And Anil. Hey, how's it going,
2: guys?
0: All right, Hassan, do you want to start off and give everybody a little background about you?
2: Yeah, uh, just an average dude. Um, I think you asked, you want us to tell us our favorite sports teams. Um, so I'll do a homer and a non-homer team. Um, and then y'all guys can just kind of do the same. I think it'd be cool if we all just kind of share that. I think we all know each other's favorite teams. But just in case we don't or we slipped up as friends, um, it'd be cool to learn this. But as a homer team, um, the Houston Rockets, uh, that's my number one. I just have so many memories of watching the game, going to games, players. I could throw out random players from random rosters. I just love everything about it. And basketball is definitely one of my top two favorite sports. Non-Homer team, I think you guys are going to hate me for this one. When I started watching the NFL, it was when we didn't have the Texans. So I've always been a fan of the Tennessee Titans, low key. I don't like to say that out loud, but I guess the world will know now uh Steve McNair was one of my favorite players ever don't hate on me guys I was just watching football and we didn't have it in Houston when I lived there so yeah the Rockets and the Titans I would say
0: I will say they are the original Houston team the Oilers so I'm not too upset with that I'm a little upset it's gonna take me some time all right I know you want to go ahead and kick off
1: yeah yeah sure so uh yeah I'll carry on from what Hassan was saying uh, Homer and non Homer team. That's kind of a, a tough one. You know, you don't really think about your non Homer team too much. I'd say for Homer team, uh, you know, obviously we all love basketball and football and for basketball, I feel like I have a one a and a one B I feel like the rockets and the OKC thunder are, are my teams, you know, Russell Westbrook really caught my eye, you know, a couple of years ago when he went on that triple double tear and the MVP era that he, he went through. Uh, I, I just like, I'm a huge fan, uh, non-Homer teams, Man, you know, honestly, I'm on the bandwagon for this, but the Tennessee Titans um, are are great. Like, Derrick Henry, I feel like Ryan Tannehill is an underdog. Um, just overall, like, they're so easy, easy to root for.
2: I just got to start going before you. You can just take all my takes. From yeah, from no, time. you,
1: sh- you true, man. Actually, no, man, please don't. I don't have anything to say. Great. For me, I would say
0: got to go with the roots. Um Ever since I watched basketball, I watched the Rockets, so that's going to be my team, Homer team, uh, whether they're great or not. Um, Non-Homer team, I think I'm going to top y'all, and I think I'm y'all are going to give me more more um, crap for this. But my I got into football because of my dad. My dad always has had a thing for the Dallas Cowboys, and that's my second team to the Texans. Um, do keep up with the Dallas Cowboys know exactly what's going on so then I can also have a conversation with my dad but then also kind of keep up with them and see how they're doing they are the NFL's team
2: it's really hard to hate that take when you talk about your family I had to sweeten it in there you know
1: <laughs> yeah man <laughs> that's even, a low ball bro
2: <laughs> can't even make fun of you because it's sentimental <laughs> yeah, <dude>. man <laughs>
0: Come on, bro. that's good uh, Hasan do you want to kind of give our listeners a little bit of background of how we came about who we are
2: Yeah, for sure. So first and foremost, as Rahul said, thank you so much for tuning in. This is our pilot episode, Um, but we want to say thank you um, and give you a little background of who we are. We want you to relate to us. First and foremost, the name, Assistant to the Assistant Coaches. If you haven't caught on, it's a pun off one of the best shows ever made in the world, The Office. Um, We all are in love with The Office. We all recall memories. We've all watched it. So you might hear references to the show from time to time even if they don't make sense we might just throw it in but yeah uh, the office is one of the best shows ever and we thought it was just fun to be able to represent something we love uh one area and bring that to this uh the office hashtag not an ad we just love it um but yeah we're all just common men we're just common guys common dudes we just love sports we all know how to play the game we're all average at best uh, we're pretty much the best bench warmers you could ask for. So when you're creating that intramural team and you have your starting five, you're starting seven and you just need a couple more signatures and a quick payment to fill out the rest of the roster, you know, who to hit up guys, Hello. you know what to do. Uh, but we have enough knowledge to kind of be able to talk. Um, and just, we're just here to be a voice of the people. We're just here to have a good time, be relatable, make a couple hot takes, annoy each other, annoy you, make you entertained, entertain ourselves, We're just here to have a good time. We want you to be emotional with us. We want you to react with us. We want you to engage and communicate with us. Uh, We'll try to be best at being factual. We'll do it from time to time. Don't hold us to that. We look at the data. We want to make our takes based off the data, but numbers aren't everything in sports, and we all know that. Um, And outside of sports, we'll try to keep things in reference to pop culture. Anil will definitely bring the hot memes. Um, Rahul will definitely talk about all the drama, but whatever is hot and juicy in the sports world, uh, we'll try to to bring it up and yeah you know we'll also talk about maybe things that are similar to sports I'll definitely bring up a wrestling reference from time to time that's just who we are we just want to bring our personalities into this and you know we're just common folks like you we have a hobby and interest and we want to be able to share our love of sports banter uh, with all of you and hey Anil so with that in mind I want you to maybe kind of just give background of like why we're all connected maybe
1: not just about that the show that we're here but like maybe our identity as folks you know yeah yeah no so I think Huston did a great job of like elaborating on uh, what we're trying to do here and who we are as people so basically the three of us we've actually known each other our entire lives uh we've known each other basically since elementary school from since childhood we were hooping on those you know those like kid goals that are like maybe like two feet tall and we still sucked you know we still sucked then man that's pretty bad um I mean, like Huston said, we're we're pretty unathletic. We're the bench warmers. When you think of somebody, you know, that's like has an open lane, um, you know, like on a fast break, there's nobody on the other side. There's an easy layup and they miss it. We're the three guys that are on the bench that are like really happy that we weren't the worst people there at the game for the day. Um, I, I would say our collective vertical is about 12 inches, um, maybe 12.5 when we were in our primes, but I think we're all past it now. And 10 of and those are for I think. Wait, what's up? The 10 inches of that comes from a nail.
2: Yeah, the other inch and, <laughs> and a half oh, is you, man.
1: <laughs> yo, no, y- y'all got post moves for days, yo. I mean, actually, none of us do. Let me take that back. I'm not going to lie to our, to our viewers. And, and basically, along the same note, um, you know, we all love The Office, like Hasan mentioned. Uh, kind of a representative. I, I think everybody knows the episode from the first season, the basketball episode. I know that's a classic. I know we can all relate to one character on um, that court you know, in some ways. And, and I think for us, for the three of us, I speak for all of us, I think in, in this regard is uh, we're Bob Vance in that episode. And you might remember that Bob Vance doesn't play at all. And that's because he's just cheering for Phyllis, who's cheering for the team. So I think that's the best way to describe who we are as people and um, what our capabilities are on the court. Uh, but hopefully we'll bring you guys good content um, analysis and data wise.
0: Awesome so with any being part of any team whether you're on the bench or whether you're starting you have to qualify so i think that if we're going to talk to our listeners about sports we need to show that we are qualified to be the assistants to the assistant coaches um so with that uh i'm gonna go ahead and ask a couple of questions um some questions will be directed to, to one or one of y'all or some will be for all of us and we will kind of just um qualify ourselves as assistants
2: um so similar to like the exams that you have to take before like a draft because i know that some of these people score very low they turn out to be the best players ever and some of them score very high and they turn out to be the worst players ever so please don't grade us <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah bro absolutely
0: fail. uh so l- let's start with one for all of us first okay um who is the player you most identify with whether it's football and basketball or football or basketball just you can pick one um I'll let Anil how about you go you go first
1: man okay I'm gonna tell you the player that I try really really hard to be like but I only have one of his qualities and uh that's Russell Westbrook and the one quality that I do have is I can't shoot threes and everything that he can do I also can't do so like I don't know man when I'm on the court um I love his play style he's aggressive he's mean like you know he's um He's very competitive, even though you guys know that every time I get a block, I apologize after it. So it's definitely not me, but it's who I aspire to be. I mean, I, I definitely look up to his play style a lot. You definitely have the speed for it. I can
2: take that. <laughs> preach, preach. Hudson, <laughs> um, what about you? I'm going to do one basketball and football. I think I have a little bit of um, – I think I can relate to a player in each. Of, <laughs> and um, for basketball, I'll go with Paul Pierce. Um, if you've ever watched him play in his prime, It looked like he was playing in slow motion. Um, He was playing an old man's game before an old man's game was cool. Or even after it was cool. There's just something about him that, you know, when someone plays a little slow and cool, you think it's smooth, but he was, he was molasses, man. It was, it was smooth, but it was definitely a slow game. He could do a little bit of everything, but even though he was really good at a lot, he also didn't have, I don't think there was one quality that truly stood out. Um, And also, getting a lot of injuries. Like we all remember Paul Pierce being carted off on a wheelchair. And that's definitely me for sure. Time to time. Dude, that's
1: totally you. Right. Was then, that an injury or was that I need to go to the bathroom? I'm still yeah. debating.
2: <laughs> I think that all, I, I always got to leave the court for some reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think the football one I can relate to is um, Eddie Lacey in his fat days. And there's no explanation needed for that.
0: Uh, no, that's that's good. I that's, love a, it. that's a good image in my mind right now. Um So I will go with basketball. It's like a combination of who in my eyes, I think, and then who probably in reality it is. Um, Robert Horry, who I would like, obviously big shot Bob. Um, Reality, probably somewhat version of a Ryan Anderson uh, stretch for, has the size, but doesn't really play inside. Wants to shoot the three, can shoot the three. but, you know, in reality, it's probably making 10% as compared to what they made about 30 or 40% point
2: three. Either the shot looks really good and it's a switch or it's
1: really <laughs> off at the right yeah, end
0: man. Side. No in between at all. No in between. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So going from that, Hassan, how about you? What is the worst
2: injury you have had in sports? It was when I was in college. It was after my first year of college. I came back home. I know you were there, I believe. So, yeah, we're yeah. Basketball at Twenty Four Hour Fitness at about eleven forty-five at night. Uh, it was me, you, and another friend of ours, and we were playing against maybe some like ten to twelve-year-olds. Uh, full court, three on three, and we thought we were awesome. We were hitting all our shots. I remember getting a steal from this eleven-year-old, and then I remember going for a, a layup and like an 11 year old would do instead of trying to intentionally foul at you straight up shove me. And then I landed on my ankle and tore muscles in my ankle. And I'm pretty sure I like to say that it was just the sweat in my eyes, but I know you pretty, you saw it. I was, I think I was crying.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. It was actually kind of funny, but I was definitely hiding my giggles. I had to be supported, but I laughed so hard on my way home after I dropped you off. It's the worst intentional foul that was never recorded. Yeah, man. Straight up. 24-hour fitness, man. What can you do? Those are days,
0: man. Those yeah, days, man. They,
1: they got days. one camera for the entire building, man. What are you going to do? Like, you can't <laughs> report pointed anybody. against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. What is your favorite
0: broadcasted sports memory? So I will talk about this one. Um, Hassan, you can all obviously chime in. I hope you do chime in. But I'm going to take you back to 2006 um, when the Texas Longhorns were in the championship game at the Rose Bowl against the USC Trojans um man I was I was 14 14 or 15 um, and I was still in high school I was that game was late um, it was on a Monday night and it was late but I was like I don't care I need to watch this this is my team I had always had a I had a thing a um, strong affiliation towards the Longhorns and man I'm glad I stayed up for that game that was by far the best football game I have ever seen and should be in history at least in um, college Football history. Vince Young literally wore a super Superman cape throughout that game, and literally took the Longhorns on his back. Very strong underdog, even though they were the number two seed, they were they had no chance. Nobody had given them a chance. The Trojans were the big bad, um, big bad team that had already won. They were coming in. Reggie Bush off the Heisman. That hey, I got this. I'm just gonna get a ring and go off to the NFL. And then Vince Young happened. Um, and I still remember in the fourth quarter they were down by. 13 or 14 points and Vince Young just went off a tear and never let the USC Trojans score again. Um, and that was, that was by far the best moment um, I've seen um, on TV. I wish I was there in person. Definitely wasn't.
2: The only thing to add to that is right when you said what game it was, I imagine that, and now it's a very famous GIF, but the confetti and Vince Young right in the middle, like that's this one of the most iconic sports moments you can think of.
0: Yep, his, he yep. puts up two fingers and then he points this guy. I remember I can't,
1: can't, can't see it. Uh, all I can think of though, right now, is Rahul said that he literally wore a Superman cape and he literally put the team on his back. And all I can think of is him literally doing that. And I was like, bro, I don't think I saw the same game. I mean, <laughs> yo, what'd you watch?
0: <laughs> yes, I watched with the, a biased version of it, but I'm glad oh, yeah, that it yeah, turned okay. out in my, my face. That makes more sense. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so I know for you, okay, if you were paid $100,000 to survive five minutes in an NFL game, how long do you think it would take the ambulance to arrive at the stadium?
1: Yeah, man. So um, it's, a, it's a great $100, question. $100,000. $100,000. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot, man. I mean, I would probably put it all on like red at <laughs> like in roulette in Las Vegas and like lose it all, man. You guys know my luck. But I mean, uh, I knew uh, like, uh, I was, I had a feeling you're going to ask this, right? And I did a little bit of research. So I found out that pizza, Domino's pizza is usually delivered on average 7.4 minutes earlier than an ambulance can arrive, right? So if I can get a pizza faster than an ambulance can arrive, obviously pizza is going to make me feel better, man. So like, I think I will check into the game, but instead of making my one phone call, I would use my one phone call to order a pizza so that when I definitely get out of the game within like 2.3 seconds, I can wait for some Domino's, bro. I wouldn't have expected anything else from you. (laughs) Yeah, man. Dude, 7.4 minutes, man. Look it up. So
0: I I have to ask then, right? So based on
1: that, like what toppings are you getting on that pizza? Dude, I, I think you guys know the answer to that, man. And if you guys disagree with me, then like, I don't know, man, this friendship has to end. Beef, jalapenos, and onions. Sold that was that was a go to, man. That's still the go to, man. That's the goat. That's the goat meal. I don't know about the
2: onions, but for friendship, I'll let them stay.
0: Yeah, man. Please, please. Hey, so sometimes I like pineapples on mine. I'm just saying. All right, friendship Yo, wow, over. Guys, <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for it. Again, uh, man. <laughs> all right, last one. Um, since uh, it has to go with our name, uh, we were influenced by The Office, so let's talk about our favorite moment from The Office. Um, Anil, do you want to, do you want to kick this one off?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Um, I definitely like, this is like definitely my first, you know, like obviously there's so many to pick out of, but this one made me laugh so hard. Uh, so there's a scene. Oh, (laughs) nice, dude. I love it. Yes. Yo, how, how can I follow up with that, man? That's, that's a joke in itself. All right. So like basically Dwight, I think Dwight was getting advice from Phyllis about Angela for a while. And uh, I think they were like in kind of that that like bidding seminar, or whatever, with Michael Scott. So Dwight needed Phyllis's attention. She he needed her to come outside. So he told Phyllis like, "Hey, somebody slashed your tires. You need to come outside like right now." And once she got outside, and once Dwight was able to talk to Phyllis, uh, <laughs> Dwight was like, "Oh, I just needed you to come outside because I wanted to talk to you about Angela." And then Phyllis was like, "Then why would you slash my tires?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, what?" <laughs> dude, I don't know, man, I lost it. I love that scene so much. It makes me laugh every single freaking time. That's good. No, that's good.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off that because mine relates with Dwight as well. Um, I think it was like season five. Um, and it was with the, it's with the one where Dwight pulls, a, pulls a prank to do the fire drill. Um, and he wants to teach everybody a lesson about fire safety, but then he does something else. And this is the one I think it, it was the the one where um, Stanley straight up has a heart attack because of it. Uh, that that was a that was a classic one. I can't can't um, can't remember that exact quote. I think I know you were quoting something about it, but that was that was a great one. you saw that quote in mind? The one with from that episode.
1: Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. So, like, I think once Dwight gets in trouble with David Wallace, like, David Wallace asks him, like, hey, Stanley had a heart attack because of you. And Dwight goes, Stanley was attacked by his own heart. There you go. that's <laughs> like, the one, Dude, so good, man. And I think All right, Hasan. That leads to, so I'm
2: glad you brought that one up because I think what thing that makes The Office legendary in terms of other shows are the intros before the, the title screen kicks off. Um, sometimes they're related to the episode. Sometimes they're just completely random. But the intros of the shows are just iconic, um, in my opinion. And that's where my favorite moment comes in from one of the intros. And it's Kevin's in his famous pot of chili. And he's just narrating a very nice story of how he makes this chili, putting like kind of narrating the recipe, you know, while he's while they're showing this clip of him bringing it out of his car into the elevator, like walking into like the office, like just just very polite nice good guy scene of kevin and as he's in the middle of his narration about the onions and stuff <laughs> the most unexpected thing happens homeboy slips on nothing and drops that brown poop looking pot of chili all oh, over man. the office floor And he's using like manila folders <laughs> and the paper Drink in the record? office <laughs> and things just to try to wipe it up back <laughs> into the pot and my only thought process is kevin still wants to eat this pot of chili that he just <laughs> dropped on the floor um and there's just something about kevin that just makes me laugh every single time like that's just that pot of chili just exploding everywhere and it's got to be like at least like three or four gallons of chili like that just dropped yeah. everywhere so um no that's that's my favorite moment
1: we got to love kevin man yeah, especially with the basketball episode. Just going back to that, Swish. how he was draining threes, but he didn't get to play.
2: not get he, he? went undrafted before they had a <laughs> yeah, the true G League, you
1: know. <laughs> oh, I love it.
2: Undrafted out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, at six foot four, three hundred and seventy-five pounds.
1: Kevin Malone, dude, <laughs> solid, solid. Just from that announcement alone, I feel like I would draft him. (laughs) Even though he's 375 pounds, man, that's a lot. Good God. Is that an actual stat? I'll have to verify. Like I said, (laughs) next
0: episode. Thank you again for listening. Please like our podcast. Please share it. Please leave us feedback. We will be dropping our next episode shortly, uh, which will be about the wild NFL free agency. Um, So please tune in to that and provide any feedback that you may have. Thank you again and hopefully we'll see you on the next one.